Hello and welcome to the Enjoy Church podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope this message empowers, equips, and helps you become everything God has called you to be. Enjoy the message. Hey there, beautiful people. Here we are, Vision Sunday for 2024. Absolutely. But before we start, to everyone across Victoria and to all of those in Tasmania, to everyone across Victoria, to the Radaladians in South Australia, to those at Enjoy Church Osaka, Japan, konnichiwa, and to all of our enjoyers in Phnom Penh, Cambodia, we want to give a huge shout out to you all. That's right. As we came to Vision Sunday in 2023, little did we know, Georgia Girl, little did we know the challenges that we'd face and be faced with as we themed the year legacy. Yeah, but praise God, we serve an amazing and faithful God who wrote this scripture in Romans 8.28 to encourage us in these kind of moments. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. And I believe that this year we've seen God's work accelerated in us more than ever before, which is really what's going to position us perfectly as a church to embrace and step into all that He's got planned now for 2024. 2024, can you believe it? It's that close now. Here we are. Over the decades, we've themed each new year by faith. And each and every year, God has met us where we've stepped in by faith. There's no doubt about that. Many of you would remember the years and the themes such as Let Us Build, Thy Kingdom Come, Ask suddenly, my father's house, my faith. Can you believe it? All of those years, they just seem to come and they go. But as they go, we can see the hand of God everywhere. These themes are simply prophetic utterances that we believe God would speak over us, that he'd speak over our church, over our locations and our families and every individual within the life of Enjoy Church. This first 25 years, it feels like we've stepped across the threshold of each year, kind of like the turning of pages But this year is different. In fact, we would say that it's very different because this time, as we step across the threshold into this new year, we won't just be landing on a new page, but by faith, we'll be stepping into a new chapter. That's right, a brand new chapter. Absolutely. Over the past 25 years, we've all enjoyed, either in part or in full, the enjoy story of faith and friendship, health, love and accomplishment And the truth is, chapter one has been amazing. It's been miraculous and a work of progression, both within the individuals within the life of our church and us as a church collectively. I mean, who wouldn't look back over the decades and say, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Makes you want to get your dancing shoes on, doesn't it? But now as we approach 2024 and prepare our hearts and our lives for chapter two, our encouragement to all enjoyers everywhere isn't just to step into 2024 and buy the t-shirt at Summit, neither is it simply to give generously into the vision offering. While these things are exciting and commendable, our encouragement to you all is to actually transcend paradigms. That's right, to ascend to the upper room and get ready for a move of God. That's what we're believing for. That's what we're looking for, a true and a real authentic move of God. I believe with all that is within me, Jesus is beckoning and calling us to step into a new era, a new season, and a new chapter of Enjoy Church. Chapter one is complete. That's what I I just feel like, yeah, we've got, we've, chapter one, we've come to the completion of a phase, of a stage, and now the foundation has been laid. But now as living stones called and chosen by God, Jesus is about to build us into a house that really does bring glory to his name. I believe that this church that Christ is building is the very church, the same church that he said he'd build in Matthew 16, verse 18, and is the one and the same church that Jacob referred to as being awesome uh, in, in Genesis, awesome in 28, verse 17. 
You know, I love the Lego movie where, where they sing that song. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. It's cool to be part of a team. Yeah. And the Lego guys were onto something. But how many of you know, it is so much uh, better to be part of a church that Jesus is building. And when we get to be a part of that, it is truly awesome indeed. Yes, and the accelerated work of Christ that God has done amongst us in recent times has definitely caused us to grow in our maturity. Not unlike the shift that occurred between Acts chapter 1 and chapter 2. I mean, it was huge. In fact, some theologians and Bible historians actually would say that chapter 1 of Acts could actually be the last chapter of the book of Luke and that chapter 2 of Acts could in fact be chapter 1. Now, I don't know about that, For a while, Luke may have been the writer of both books, and I understand that it's in chapter 2 that we begin to see the acts of the apostles really being outworked at a new level. I still tend to think, I mean, call me old-fashioned, but I still tend to think that God got it right, yeah? Now, how many of you would know that we can trust God and build our lives upon the truth of His Word? Throughout the Gospels and Acts chapter 1, we see Jesus is very much with the disciples as all of eternity waits for what's about to occur in Acts chapter 2. That's right. Acts chapter 2. Enjoy chapter 2. Here we go. I have to tell you, church, I am so excited for chapter 2. As I leave chapter 1 behind, I only have one desire, and that is to ascend the mountain of the Lord and climb into the upper room. For I believe that in the upper room, God is going to pour out His Spirit. We're going to see an outpouring uh, that is going to blow our minds. It's going to do something in us that's going to change not just our now, but change our future as well. It's going to step, it'll launch us and, and allow us to step into the perfect will of God. So let's get ready for chapter two. The reality is, chapter two, it begins with you. We pray for a new revival. We pray for the miraculous. We pray for the sons and daughters to come home to your home for breaking bread and God-breathed meetings, studying your word, spending time in your presence, our Jesus, only you. So stir our faith, Father, to see your Holy Spirit move. Give us a new hunger, a new desperation for your will. Renew our minds, purify our hearts. Give us the eyes to see and the ears to hear all the ways we can move your heart. We want more of you, Jesus. More of you, Jesus. So pour out your presence. Pour out your presence. On the day of Pentecost, seven weeks after Jesus' resurrection, the believers were all together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm in the skies above them, and it filled the house where they were meeting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. Personally, I believe that we're going to see an outpouring of God's Spirit upon enjoy like we have never seen before. This was the case in Acts chapter 2 and again in Acts chapter 4. In fact, from Genesis all the way through to the book of Revelation, we can see suddenly moments where God arrives in His many forms and ways and does the miraculous both in and through His people. 
now that I'm stepping out of Death Valley, my faith statement is simply this. I plan to preach myself all the way up to the upper room and get ready for a move of God. How many of you are desperate? How many of you are hungry? How many of you are ready to be in a move of God? Well, the scriptures we just read make it very clear that on the day of Pentecost, everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit. But that's the point. They had to be present. They had to be there. They were all together in one place. They were gathered there in unity and the rest is history. Filled with the person and the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit, they spilled out into the street, preached the gospel and the church was birthed. That's right. Then we drop down to Acts chapter 2, reading from verse 15 and it says, Some of you are saying these people are drunk. It isn't true. It's much too early for that. People don't get drunk by nine o'clock in the morning, maybe by 11 o'clock in the morning, but not enjoyers, not at all. No, what you see this morning was predicted centuries ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit upon all servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. And anyone, 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 anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So the prophet Joel spoke of what was to come. The sons and the daughters of God were were in for something that they, they couldn't even get their heads around. They would be filled with the Holy Spirit. They would prophesy. They will see visions and have dreams. They will be surrounded by signs and wonders and the miraculous of God will happen all around them. Enjoyers, if this is your house, then you need to prepare your hearts because you're about to get caught up in a move of God. God is about to move which will in turn cause you to move, which in turn will result in movement across the earth. So if you're an enjoyer, our encouragement to you all is simply to be in the room when God moves. Which takes us to Acts chapter 2, verse 43. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together constantly and shared everything they had. They sold their possessions and shared the proceeds with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their group those who were being saved. Just five verses, but five verses that paint a picture of a maturing church. Firstly, they honoured what God was doing in their midst. Secondly, the church was united in heart and in soul. Thirdly, they were generous and benevolent. Fourthly, they had a heart to worship and fellowship. And fifthly and finally, they enjoyed the good favour of God and people as the Lord added to them daily. Praise God. And haven't we enjoyed the good favour of God and people for 25 years, which has been amazing. It's been a wonderful chapter. But here we go. Chapter two is now about to be launched. Yes, we've arrived at a place of maturity before our time, not by the hand of man or the design of leadership, but through circumstances and challenges largely beyond our control. God has caused sons and daughters across the life of Enjoy Church to rise in wisdom and in stature for such a time as this. This is the time. This is the day that Joel spoke about. There's no doubt about that in regards to Enjoy Church. This is our time. This is our season. 
get ready for a new chapter. It's about, about to begin. This is a chapter where what's on the father and the mother of the house is going to come upon the sons and the daughters of the house. This is a time when what used to take a year is only going to take a month. This is the time when God will anoint, breathe upon and arrest the hearts of men and women. This is a time for the prophetic and for dreams and for visions. It's a time for deep to call unto deep, for shouting, for the shouting of a yes and amen, praise God, and an undeniable move of God. But you've got to be in the room. That's the thing. Enjoy is everywhere. You've got to be in the room. This isn't a time for us to be looking to man, but our help comes from the Lord. Is his eye upon us? And obviously it is. Is his ear not towards us? Yes, we know it is. Is there anything too hard or difficult for God? Absolutely not. But the reality is you've got to be in the room. You've yeah. got to be in the room. Absolutely. So we've got to be in the room. But what does it mean? Like they were all together in one place. But what does it look like for the sons and daughters of Enjoy? Well, firstly, it would look like the ABCs, our discipleship pathway. That's right. And the ABCs is something that we talk about every week at church. Typically, it comes across every platform, every Enjoy location. We talk about the ABCs because it's not just a spiel in church news, in that, in that, in the MC section. No, 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 no. It is our discipleship pathway. You look across the life, uh, the, the length and the breadth of Enjoy Church, you will see, you will see sons and daughters of the house that have been practicing the ABCs, leading our locations, growing up, maturing Christ. They're in the marketplace. They're in the church spaces. They're in ministry. They are world changers. Why? Because they've got the fundamentals of their Christian faith worked out. As in, there, there are so many, there are so many things that we could talk about when it comes to the ABCs. But this one thing we know: it bears fruit. People who practice the ABCs, they become disciples of Christ. You know, Jesus never called us to go build a big church. He called us to go make disciples, and that's what that is really all about. Absolutely. So it looks like the ABCs. It also looks like Summit 2024. Summit 2024, <laughs> Georgia girl. Can anyone, I don't know about you, I'm excited. I cannot wait for Summit 2024. I want to encourage you, if you haven't already registered, hop online as soon as this service is over and register today. You've got to get yourself registered. I believe that this summit is going to be our, 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 our what would you say? most important, I'm not too significant, significant, I think, significant, I think significant. Our most significant yet. I honestly believe this Vision Sunday is our most significant yet. As we step into this new chapter, now, just so you know, it's going to be a little bit different, just slightly different to summits of old in that we, we've only invited one guest speaker, one keynote speaker. And it's like, why have you done that? Because there's a shift in, in the atmosphere. There's a shift and enjoy it. We're stepping into a new chapter and we want to make room for what God is wanting to do. So you want to know, okay, who is the guest speaker? Okay, think about, think about all the all the speakers on planet Earth at the moment that are setting the world alight. Who are the people that got their names up in lights from one end of the globe to the other? The person that we have invited is not that person. All right. And it's like, you know, like really not that person. The person that we've invited is someone that is truly an apostle, uh, truly an apostle. I say truly because it's like we live in days like the, the, the book of Acts and like the New Testament church where many claim to be apostles. But this one thing we know, we will know who the apostles are by the fruit that comes from their life. This man is an apostle. He's a great man of God, a friend of enjoy. He's, he's a brother. He's a father. He's all of that. And I'm going to tell you, I am so excited. He's coming, but I'm so excited to see what God is going to do. It is going to be the upper room experience. This is 
all roads are leading to summit 2024 i want to encourage every enjoyer register today don't let another day go by no absolutely so it looks like abc's it looks like summit 2024 and it also looks like vision offer so the vision offering is something that we launch every vision sunday as each year comes by we launch our new vision offering over the coming weeks we're going to be speaking directly into the vision offering and all the different aspects of it but you know just some of the things we will be speaking into just so you know we're going to talk about Cambodia and Japan I'm going to tell you I am thrilled I am excited I am passionate I'm believing for so much for uh, Cambodia for so much for Japan already in most Sundays at the moment we're having over 300 people gather in Cambodia which is absolutely amazing (laughs) three services jamming them into the building that we've got there we're also talking about a plant into Siem Reap, which is going to be absolutely awesome. Yeah. Uh, Japan is going incredible. Toshki and Leslie have had a baby, praise God. Yeah, is it, that's one way to grow the church over there. Just have babies. It's like to all our location pastors that haven't had a baby yet, go to work. All right. So, but we're excited about what's happening in Japan. 75, 80 people out each Sunday in Japan. Just so you know, give context. Yeah. That's, the, that's three to four times the size of the average size church in Japan. They are doing amazing. So we congratulate all of you guys and girls over there in Cambodia, Japan. We just say thank you and God bless you. We're going to talk more about that. We're going to talk about the community space, what yep. we're actually doing within our local communities. That's going to be awesome. We're going to be talking about ministries and facilities. And now some would say, should you be talking about facilities and ministries? No, no, no. We actually want to talk about ministries, facilities, and we're going to talk about facilities, but facilities actually facilitate the ministry. That's why we have facilities. If it wasn't for the facilitation of ministry, we would have no reason to have facilities. So we're gonna talk about that. Also gonna talk about locations. And when we talk about locations, you know it as well as we do. We we typically just talk about stories, the stories of people's lives. I love the stories. That's right. It's the only reason we have locations is to reach more and more people, all of which leads us directly into Commitment Sunday. We just want to say thank you to Enjoy Us Everywhere for your generosity and your contribution. It really does allow us to step out into all that God has got for us. So we say thank you. But for now, let's get ready for a move of God. Are you ready? Are you ready, Georgia girl? Everybody ready? Enjoy Us Everywhere. Are you ready for a move of God? As we get ready to pray and close today, there are two stories in scripture that I want to remind you of that you might ponder them as we proceed towards the upper room in 2024. The first is of Mary the prostitute, Mary Magdalene. And so we we have this woman, the truth is in some ways she had very little, but in other ways she actually had everything. She had everything, not because of what was in her hands, but because of what was in her heart. She had lived her chapter one only to be left high and dry, but when her chapter two came along, she embraced it with both hands. She paid such a high price that it left some speechless. It's like that, isn't it? When we are prepared to lay down our life and live a sacrificial life, a life that is an offering unto God. Some people just don't know what to say, but it also left us speaking about her 2000 years on. I wonder if we will embrace our chapter two. I wonder what people will be saying of us in 12 months time, two years time, 10 years time, a century time, whatever the case may be. This is what I believe. If we'll embrace our chapter two, it is going to change our course. It's going to change our everything. So get ready, enjoy this. The other story that I want to remind you of today is the story of a man who was at the well called Bethsaida. The the man in this story had been there waiting for 38 years. Can you believe that? That that is a long time to be waiting beside a well. He waited. Chapter one for him 
Well, for this brother, it was like Groundhog Day. Each day he'd wait for the angel to stir the waters and, and the first into the waters would be healed. The problem was he didn't have anybody to help him in. But then Jesus, praise God, aren't we all glad that we can say, but then Jesus. Chapter one had been hard. It had been a grind, it had been disappointing. But then in walks chapter two and the man is about to receive his miracle. As the man embraces Jesus, his miracle in the next chapter of his life, what do you think he would have done next? You know what I think he would have done? I think he would have got up. I think he would have ran out of there and went to find and invite as many people as he possibly could to bring them to where Jesus was. I think he would have been out there saying, come with me, come to the waters, the living waters. Come with me into the upper room. Come with me to chapter two, because we're about to see a move of God. Friends, we want to encourage you. You know, we love you. We are so proud of all of you, but I want to encourage you. We want to encourage you. Get ready for chapter two. Be in the room. The three things, obviously, the ABCs, we want to be there. We want to be at Summit. And then finally, we want to contribute into this year's uh, vision offering. So enjoy us everywhere. Can we just pray for you right now? In fact, Georgie, why don't you pray for enjoy us everywhere, all of our family, our spiritual family. And from there, we'll start the journey all the way to Commitment Sunday. And then we're going to climb all the way to the summit. It's going to be incredible. Why don't you pray? All right. Why don't we pray? Why don't you stretch your hands out ready to receive? Father God, we thank you so much for this incredible time and season in which we live. Lord, I thank you so much for what you're doing in the life of every individual. Lord, all that you've done to this point in time, but we acknowledge and understand, Lord, we're in the cusp and the beginning, Lord, of a brand new day, a brand new chapter, Lord God. And so right now, I just pray, be at work within our hearts, Lord God. Be at work within our lives, Lord God. Help us, Father, to be ready to receive all that you have, to be ready to move with you, Lord, even as you move in us. Lord God, we give you praise. We give you thanks, Lord, for the days that are yet to come. Lord, I just pray you bless your people, Father, as we're ready to step into the upper room with you. Lord, we love you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. The great thing about stepping into the upper room is we all know we we only go up into the upper room to come down and out into the world. And I got to tell you, we are so excited. You're excited. We're excited. We are excited. God bless you. Enjoy us. Can't wait to see you real soon. God bless. Bye for now.